Yo, it's Adam Lewis, and I'm here with Linda Justice. And this is another episode, and we finally got a name, Perplexing Generation. So we end this motherfucker. <laughs> but we're coming with a real serious topic today. We'll start off by saying rest in peace to the big homie, to the king, Nipsey Hustle, to a brother. And we're going to get into it. So I'm going to start off by letting you take over, Justice. Um, yeah. So, um, first off, first and foremost, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Um, but this man's, uh, this was a, this was a good dude. Um, this was a dude who talked about being better and also was trying to be better. Like, um, following, um, the nutrition diet of Dr. CB, uh, um, buying up the block in his community, having his own store and not just talking about it, but being about it, being in that community. Um, and unfortunately it was someone in the community who took it, who took him from us. Um, Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle was inspiring. He always was inspiring. Uh, I remember I really got acquainted with him with his breakfast, breakfast club. The, the knowledge that he was spitting, the gyms that he was, that, that he was spitting, like he was, he was so much more than just a rapper um, and a, a, a real light that was taken from us. I, I definitely agree. I really don't. I, I want to just, I want to speak on him and I want to speak on his legacy. And I, I, I uh, as, um, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought I was, I was done being choked up about the situation, but I guess I'm not. So I'm going to pass it off to you for a little <laughs> bit. It's all good. I understand how you feel. Yeah, I think uh, most of the of the Black community or the, the community that was that, that loves hip-hop or of young people even or just everybody. Everybody from, from around here feels fucking horrible about what just happened. Horrible. Like there's so some people still don't even want to talk about it. They don't want to speak on it. They it's it's insane. It is insane what happened. But in light of what happened, all the positivity that has come out of it mm-hmm. in a way is is awesome to see. But it's kind of sad too again because why why couldn't we have done that why why that why he was here? Why couldn't we have come together like that and had a gang truce because of all the success he had prior to his death? Or people like him around here. Like it's kinda kinda sad and disheartening to to see it all transpire like this. It shouldn't have taken something like this to happen for us to unify again. Or for us to wake up. I completely agree. I think um, we have a flaw, though. As as human beings, it, it takes something. It takes something. It takes for something not to go right or for something to go wrong for for us to really truly appreciate what we have, um, and understand, and for us to and for us to grow. It's unfortunate. I completely agree with you. Um, Nipsey's Nipsey's death doesn't feel. It doesn't feel right. 
Um, I'm one of those people who believes that everything happens for a reason. I try to apply that to my life in general. Uh, I, the question I ask myself is not why is this happening to me, but what am I supposed to be learning from this? Um, and Nipsey's death, Nipsey death, Nipsey's death don't feel like that. It, it feels like it was wrong. Like he was, that wasn't supposed to happen. Almost like a, a glitch. Yeah. Like a, a fucking and I, I, I right, right, a glitch in the system. I don't, I don't like to think of anything like that, like anything. But Nipsey's death definitely feels like that towards for me, um, and I know for many other people. I've seen a whole bunch of posts over the past few days of just of not only what he meant to people, but what he meant to his community. Um, and really, let's just like take it back for a second and. And to, um, for, uh, I've been praying for Lauren London um, and his kids and his, his family because I, we knew him on the arbitrary level and they knew him on, on a personal level, right? Yeah. So it's different when he's taken from them. Like they, they uh, I'm not saying as uh, we don't have a right to mourn, but they're, their mourning is completely totally different. different from what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally different. Um, it's uh, Nip Steph. Nip Steph is, it has inspired a lot of change, um, but I'll be real with you. I hope this change is real and not artificial. Um, I've seen that the Crips and, and Bloods in LA um, are, 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 you, are coming together um, and hopefully doing just doing more good in the community. Um, I've heard, I've seen a lot of people post about Dr. Shebby Moore, which I think is great, but all. You kind of cut out there. I don't know if you can hear me. I'm having a slight technical difficulty right now. You kind of uh, cut out when you said um, something about Dr. Sebi. Oh, how interesting. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I might cut out right there. Yeah, that is very interesting, right? <laughs> but uh, I, I heard the last thing I heard you say was, um, it's, it's, it's cool that a lot of people are looking into Dr. Sabi, but, and then that's where it stopped. Ah, uh, all right. So let me start that over again. Okay, thank you. Um, I said it's, 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 uh, it's great that a lot of people are looking into Dr. Sabi's practices. Mm -hmm. But I really want us to really apply it to our lives instead of just posting it and, and saying, well, he believed this and he believed that and he believed he could cure um, cancer and HIV, but really try to practice it, especially um, in the Black community. Uh, I've always felt that poor people, of all people, um, we don't have the luxury to eat the way that we do. And what I mean yes. is we just junk food and shit that's terrible for our fucking bodies because we don't have the, the medical access that the rich do. So we really need to think about applying the practices into our lives and looking at the alkaline diet and trying to just be better, be better people, be better human beings. Um, I saw Issa Rae saying that she really, she was, always, she was already inspired by Nipsey Hussle, but he's inspired her so much more. And, then, and that's the reason why she's bought buildings in the community to try to build up the community in a way that he has. Yeah. Um, and like, like I said, what I really want more than anything is just for this to be real and not be artificial, not 
not us just be on some kumbaya shit. Um, just because that's that's the exactly for the right next now. couple months, you know, we're all cool for the next couple months, and then everybody forgets, you know, like all this stuff that we're doing, this positivity, supporting black owned businesses, and all that stuff. They're gonna be mm-hmm. like, okay, that was like like what we do with um with boycotts now. It's, yeah, day and age, you know, yeah. like I, I'm hoping that it's not gonna be another one of those kind of situations, and and from the the quickness of everything that's happening, it's looking like one of those situations, but that could just I agree. be seeing things and, and not being optimistic anymore because I've seen it happen repetitively in our community. And I'm hoping that this one's going to be so much different. I'm, I'm hoping. You and me both. You and me both. Cause I, I really want us to make that change. And that's, that's not me looking at other people and saying that that's, that's even me looking at myself and saying, all right, I know there are a whole bunch of things that I can do better. And I really need to start putting those things, um, putting those things first and improving myself um, and being the better person that I, I want to be in order to inspire other people to make that change. But I'm 100% with you. Yeah. So, yeah. And especially because, like, all right, I've seen this, this post and I, I tried not to post a lot of things about what happened with Nipsey Hussle, especially after, because mm-hmm. I, I did post about it when it first happened. When it first happened, because I read it and I was like, damn, he just got, right. I just passed by there. You know, I literally, I just yeah, passed by there. I live over here, you know, so yeah. I had just passed by there and, and then I get to where I'm going and I read it and I'm like, damn, what the hell? That was like 20 minutes ago. I was just right there. Nipsey Hussle shot yeah. six times. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? But it doesn't say he's dead. So I keep reading. And this is what's crazy about the internet and social media is all I had to do was refresh the web page. And the article kept changing that fast. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck works for TMZ <laughs> or who the fuck is in there, but they get information insanely fast. And I don't know how the fuck they do it. Because every time I refresh that web page, it says something different about what was happening in the hospital and, and what was going on with, with that whole situation. The first time I seen it, it said Nipsey Hussle shot six times. Second time I seen it said Nipsey Hussle shot six times and two others, two others as well. It says one has yep. died. Nobody knows who yet. That's what it said. Not in those exact words, but, you know, that's what it said. Yeah. Then after that, it said... Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, 33. I was like, what the fuck? This shit is fake. Get the fuck out of here. But it's TMZ, so it's it, it's hard for you to just dismiss that as just as being fake, you know? Yeah. My mom was like in disbelief. Right. The people who I was around when I was reading it, brothers and sisters, they're like, nah, not, not him. He's a staple in the community. He's always been there. Always been at that spot. Okay. Always goes there. Yep. Yep. I've I I've never I've been I've been over there in that area because I live over here, like I said. But I've never bought anything from that store because I've always wanted to wait until I, I run into them up there when I go, and it's just gonna be you no know, uh uh art not, not artificial. I'm sorry, uh, a genuine moment of me just going up there randomly yeah. and running into him and being like, "Yo, what's up, man? Buy I, buy some stuff." And just have a conversation, speak with him. If I can, if not, then just leave. 
But it was never on a time limit to me because he's always just been here and a staple in our community. He's always there. But now somebody took that away from everybody. And fuck me wanted to do what I wanted to do by going to the store. He took that from that, that man's kids. Yep. And his wife and his mother and his father and his brother. That's crazy. I never would have imagined that. In a, you know, like that was ne- that would never cross my mind because he's he's always been there. That's just always been a part of this community over here. I uh, you're 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 speaking to something that that really hits because I I, I had just um was going to the um, office at my job and um I saw it. Again, my heart dropped. But in my head, I was like, oh, Snipsy, he going to make it through. Right? Right. right. You know? That's a 6-0 nigga. He going to be okay? Yes. That's exactly what the fuck I was thinking. You know? I was like, nah, he going to be out. Right? And then when I read that someone died, I was like, oh, it's not Nip. I mean, that's exactly what I thought. I said, it's not Nip. It's not Nip. So we good. Like, he going to make yeah, it you through. You know, RP to one of his homies. Right, right. And um, then it, it was rest in peace in Nipsey Hussle. And I was like, I was in complete shock. I was in utter disbelief. And I couldn't, you know, it was really hard for me to process on my way home. Um, as soon as I got home, I said a prayer for him and his family. It, again, it just doesn't make sense. Like not, not Nipsey, um, not someone who was doing so much right. good. And the the cat. Sorry to cut you off, but nah, you I did what I just said is 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 what a lot of people do. And so let me be. I I need to actually recant that statement because I said, mm-hmm. "Damn, R.I.P. to one of his homies." You know. And while you were talking, I had to think about that real quick, and that's you and me both. fucked up <laughs> that I said that because yeah. Black men die like that out here every day almost, if not every day. And nobody yeah. gives a fuck. And it is just RIP to that motherfucker, that to that homie. So All right. it's, it's just another name. That, you know, because that is still yeah. somebody's dad, somebody's yep. son, somebody's yep. daughter sometimes out here. Because LA is crazy. Oh, I know. So some, somebody's. <laughs> parent some you know like so sorry for saying that but when they're nobody when they're not doing as much in the community they don't get that kind of recognition or that that kind of sympathy but that's that's the only thing that's different in that situation but not continue though no i was just i I was just saying it was just it was hard for me to believe um but i really do want to talk about the post and some of the posts that i saw um, in regards to Nipsey Hussle's death, uh, I think we have to have a lot more tact on the internet than we do. Um, I my my first thought when I saw a whole bunch of rest in peace Nipsey Hussle. Um, uh, I gotta I gotta take one from from the the book of Corinthians from the big ho- homie Corey Holcomb. And okay, we don't know who our audience is gonna be. And they might not know what the fuck that word means. So <laughs> you're gonna have to, you know, use 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 two use a, use that word tact 
and then use a layman's term for somebody who might not know what the fuck that means. <laughs> okay, I, I got, I got you. You know, so what I mean by you dumb me down like that, but I just thought about nah, that. Sometimes I do that to people, and they 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 lose me in conversation. So that's 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 true. Um, so when I say tact, I mean we need to have more respect uh, for things that we post on the internet. Um, for for many reasons, but what I saw with Nipsey Hussle's death is a whole bunch of RIPs, and RIPs is cool. I don't think anybody for a second thought about what well, does Lauren London know? Does his kids know? Right. Does his family know? Like we don't we don't think about that shit just because we know. And because like and, I said, like that hap- it happened so fast, like because within yes ter- thirty minutes, I I saw it, I saw it. Yes, and that's just me. Yeah. So. And and people who are who are that um, connected through social media, that famous, they usually don't have they don't control their own social media and stuff like that. True. Or and True. if they are, they're usually not on it all the time like we are. They they have a time schedule. They get on it. They do their stuff and then they're off. So I, I'm not sure if you know, like you're saying, if she knew. But nah, I'm, I know this, this is why we need to have just a little bit more respect uh, because we don't, we don't know if they knew. And um, I, could, I could only imagine being a family member opening up social media and all of a sudden it's rest in peace. And a lot of people, now I have to deal with the reality of his death, but not in a way where it's like uh, another family member has come up to me and we're both mourning together, but I'm mourning because social media has told me that a family member of mine has died. Also, um, I'm just being real about the situation. There were two things that really bothered me. We got to stop doing this thing where we record every fucking thing. Um, yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but I did. And I immediately, I don't know, I, I was in I was enraged by what I saw. I was upset. Um, unfortunately, somebody recorded the uh, uh, the ambulance, like the paramedics, trying to revive yeah. Nipsey. Oh yeah, on the way as they're taking him to the uh, is that the one that you saw? I saw the one where they were like on the ground, like pumping his chest. Okay, yeah, I seen I seen that one, and as well, they somebody also recorded them taking him into the back of the ambulance yeah i'm glad I screaming crying and all that stuff and you know no I, I i get you um but that was fucked up um again That's... just going back to his family but even just like as regular people we should we shouldn't see that shit like um i think i think social media obviously living in certain places that you and i both have lived in uh, we can see, we've seen certain things and it kind of desensitized us. Um, yeah, exactly what of, I was about to say. right. It's kind of made certain things normal, um, yeah. in a way. And that ain't normal. That's not something that we should have put on, on, uh, on social media, uh, for especially Nipsey, uh, Nipsey Hustle, but anybody really, uh, it... see, there's a couple of ways to look at that though. Go ahead. And I don't want to get off topic, but I, I definitely am with this. Um, is it that we are desensitized 
from seeing things like horrific things like that and death or is it that the the world we live in now is so sheltered that we don't see that enough because if you watch the news they never will show you a dead body it's very rare and it's on accident sometimes on live you know feeds mm-hmm They never do it on purpose. You don't see a lot of that kind of stuff anymore. You have to be looking for it. And you have to, like, for instance, that video you're talking about, um, did you watch it on World Star Hip Hop? Nah, I was, that, see, that's the thing. I was just scrolling down uh, my feed and I saw a video. Like, I, I saw paramedics. Like, yeah. what, 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 what did you see it on? Facebook? I saw it, I saw it on Facebook and I stopped. And then I realized that they were like trying to revive someone and it was Nipsey. And I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm done. Did you have to click that, that uh, explicit thing though, that explicit warning? Nah, I think, I think it was, it happened so fast that nobody yeah. knew what it was yet. No, but that's what I was going to say though. It's like, you have to be willing to see that, you know, now it's not just shown to you. Sometimes there's, it gets past the filters on Facebook and stuff like that. You know, it gets mm -hmm. past it, but, On most other things that you go to, on especially online, you have to accept that you want to see that kind of stuff. It's not just put out on Front Street for people to see anymore. So, like, I, maybe we are being desensitized to it, or maybe we were just sheltered for so long that now seeing it makes us feel a certain type, type of way, you know? I can agree with that. I can definitely take that point in. Um, but I just think we need to be a little bit more mindful about what we're putting on the internet. And um, I would hate to be like, again, a family member, a friend, and I'm just scrolling down my social media and I see some shit like that. Like not yeah. my guy, not my dude, like that, that would hurt. So <laughs> that's, that's what I meant by tactful and just being a lot more. Also, there was um, uh, um, a post that I saw where we, we know Jay-Z is doing a lot of like amazing things, especially for black men. So like him getting little Uzi Vert out of his uh, contract, him uh, getting a lawyer for 21 Savage uh, and also helping Meek Mill with his situation uh, while yeah. he was in prison. Um, so Jay-Z has done a lot of great things and amazing things, but there was this post going around saying that Jay-Z uh, set up a college front for Nipsey Hussle's children, which yeah. was not good. Yeah, uh, I seen that for $15 million. Yeah, and we got to be careful about shit like that. That's, um, yeah. we, we just, we got we to gotta make sure that we're, like, it, again, it's a respect thing, but also, you also, you want to put the right information out there. So before we, we share a post because we like it or because it sounds good or because it sounds like something somebody would do. We should always try to fact check and be like, okay, we just about to say that we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> it's like it's like people forgot about when they were in school and uh, they uh, they checked your sources. Yep. To see if you uh, if you plagiarize and all that kind of stuff. Like, let me see where you got this information from. Right. And then, and then compare and contrast to some other information to see if you follow shit, you know, right. or or if you, if you have an agenda behind what you're talking about. Right. Or if the sources um, that you cited are not credible. Exactly. So you just got to be careful about shit like that. But yeah, Is that's this from the onion. <laughs> right, right, right. Get this. <laughs> People don't do that anymore. They 
when when people see and and it's kind of social media again has has done this and it's fucked it up for everyone where they if they see something that that sounds good and it looks good and they'll just share it and that's fact now and it will travel and go viral and that's a fact now it's a fact in 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 pop culture until somebody's like that's bullshit and here's Mm -hmm. why and then that, that person is looked at as, oh, my God, he's so smart and intelligent. Like, nah, I just use these two things. And I looked at them and this is bullshit. Right. It didn't make sense. Right. Did it, I just, you, didn't, you didn't try that? <laughs> right. Right. So we got to be we got to we got to we just have to be a lot more careful about what the fuck we're sharing and just like fact check. Like I didn't I didn't post anything about Nipsey Hussle. I, I refuse to just because I, I understand his family. I'm not blaming anybody for doing so. Yeah. But. In my perspective, his family is grieving, and yeah. oh, sometimes we go to like I know I do it uh, at times. I go to face Facebook or social media in general, or the internet in general, as a way to like get my mind off of some shit. Not the greatest thing to do, but I do it. Um, and but, but, I'm but, sure they can't get away from it in real life, but I I know for damn sure they can't get away from it on the internet. So I, I that's a healthy way to, to use it. Though? As it's opposed okay. to what most people are doing, as you use it to to for a little quick escape from the real things that you're actually doing, as opposed to people are online trying to do real things and escaping from their real life. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah, we might have a, a topic or a subject for the next one. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think so. I think we should definitely talk about that. But yeah. Um I don't know if you actually really want to get into this or not. I want to do this. If we decide to talk about this, I would like to talk about this in the most respectful way possible. But the comments Kodak Black made about Lauren London. Um, okay. Wait, so before. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go to that, because we can't, we could do that. We can definitely saying, go there. Go ahead. But I want, I wanted to say that. Well, I wanted to ask you why exactly didn't did you not want to post things on social media? regarding also and everything because I, I i i did post a couple of things but i also didn't post certain like because there's a lot of there's a plethora of different memes with conspiracy theories with rips tribute yeah. songs um and doing all kinds of different things and and i i posted a couple no no kind of tribute song none, none of that kind of stuff i think if i have I think I posted three things. One was him on the bus, riding the the 108 bus over here. Yeah. Um, and one was just uh him with his face in the RIP. But I was trying not to post anything that was like a tribute song or or a post about a conspiracy theory or not a post that. about him doing this or that and the other because a lot of people were using his death and what happened to him to get likes. And yep. shares for their page and their channels, and I was like, "This is some fucking bullshit." And or that's why I'm happy that we waited this long to do it. And like, even it, I don't even want to put him in the description like that, and not even in a disrespectful way, because I would love to pay all homage to him, but I don't want to use his name for likes just because he passed. Because we should have already been celebrating him. And this is and this is not on us because not like that, but this is not on us because this is still a new thing for us. Like this is only our, our 
third episode. Yeah. So how, you know, like we we never even got a chance to do that to to spotlight him for things like Vector ninety and uh, the stuff that he's doing in the schools and stuff like that. We mm-hmm. had to to put this in here because it's a current event and it's fucked up that we had to do it this way. And I don't want to use that as a come check our podcast out and RIP Nipsey Hussle and this like seeing that and this is fucked up and we're to that kind of thing we're definitely desensitized. We have no sympathy or empathy mm-hmm. for anything anymore. We're fucked. This generation is is fucked. It's it's perplexing. It is. <laughs> right. So I snuck that in there. I saw yeah, I saw you snuck that in there. Yeah. It is crazy. But for the exact reasons you mentioned is why I didn't post anything on social media. Um I don't I don't think I deal with death well in general. Um, and Nipsey's death was hard to deal with. Again, he's not someone that I knew personally, but he's definitely someone I knew through his philanthropy, through, through his words, through his practices. Um, I just, it was a gem that was taken from us. Like Nipsey shouldn't have been taken from us and especially not in that manner. Uh, so I was sensitive to that. But also I didn't like, I agree with you. I didn't like all the shit that I saw going on. I felt like people took his death and used it as a way to promote their own platform and their own theories about what happened in the Dr. CB um, instead of really trying to, to respectfully pay homage to Nip. Yeah. And I don't like that. I don't appreciate that. Uh, yeah. So I decided not to put myself in it at all. And, and like you said, there was like a whole bunch of conspiracy theories, which I, I, I think we need to talk about. Like, again, it's, it's just a respect thing. Like, we before we go running off with our own thoughts like this is what people are doing people are are um to to harp on the situation that just hilarious did but uh i think what she did highlights what so many more people do on social media without really realizing it we're putting our unfiltered thoughts on social media so the shit we wouldn't necessarily say out loud we're now doing it on social media. We're doing it on public platforms. Like the shit that we would vet and we would be like, okay, let me really sit down and think about this. Or if I think this. Um, That's going exactly back to what we, what you just said and what we're going to get to is that Kodak Black thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I have a lot to say about him anyway, but yeah, it's 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 that whole situation of we we're putting our unfiltered thoughts on social media um, instead of thinking about like first off what what those thoughts are and if they actually make sense and then promoting it and then have people running with it and all of a sudden it's it's not respectful anymore it's not something that is um, it's uh, it's it's a way for you to promote your platform it's for for you to promote your theory. It's, it's for lights. It's for comments. Um, hmm. Okay. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a young man uh, who was trying to say that he actually shot Nipsey. Um, yes, I did. That's what. Yeah. I'm going to be real with you because I don't, I don't, I feel like this should be a last resort kind of thing. But I honestly feel like if anybody see that nigga on site, he should get his ass beat. For many of course, he was laughing. 
My my guy oh, was sitting there oh. laughing. He was like, "LOL, people are gonna be all right. It's gonna be okay." He knew, he's not even the one that that shot Nipsey, but he was just trying to get clout off of it. And yes. the way that he was going about things, man, my nigga need to be beat on sight, like on yes. sight. It's on. Whoever, Everybody needs whoever to his people ass. are need to whoop his ass because if you if you paid attention to the story of what happened out here, I'm not even gonna say that motherfucker's name or what. What nope. happened? Who did what he did? I'm not gonna say his name, yep. but his family suffered the consequences for what he did. So that dude playing online like that mm-hmm. could have got his family fucked up. And if I was his relative, I would beat his ass. Fuck him up. As soon as I, I wouldn't even wait till I see him. I would go see him. I'm gonna come see you because you're playing with the family now. Right. Because you want clout. If you really, you if you're really out here doing those kind of things in these streets, you know what comes with it. And you don't put your family in that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. by you playing online like that, you you playing games. You, right. You're playing games. I seen that, and I was talking to a friend about that, and we both, same sentiments, exactly what you just said. He needs his ass beat. And and it's no way, he's, he's online doing it. You, you can see his face. So they need to find him and needs to not not that hypothetically somebody need to beat his ass. No, so we, we're not so we're not promoting uh, nah. we're not promoting any violence on this show. Okay. Hypothetically, someone should take care of that motherfucker. Right. <laughs> you know, but like yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cause I was I was disrespectful and so out of line. Right. And to nip of all people, like this isn't not saying that if it was just to go back to your point, just not saying that if it was some some random black man that it would be okay. But yeah. like, why would you want to promote that? Why would you want to take and he's sitting up there laughing? Like I saw the video, he was laughing, he Even smiled. That was he was on uh he was on Instagram live, I believe. Like yeah. somebody else was going live with him. And even the yeah. dude that he was talking to was like, Hey bro, don't play like that. Like, right. People, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, like you know, Right, yeah. like you, you doing too much right now. You don't understand. Like this is it. This is serious. This is a real thing. And he like, nah, whatever. Nope. Like, and I'm, I'm now. Now, mind you, I did something that I never do, but I was upset and I was hurt and I couldn't understand what the fuck dude was doing. So I'm following him. I'm, I'm watching his Instagram stories, and bro is just like, lol, whatever, fuck it. I think somebody finally got through to his ass. Is at some point he, he was just like, all right, I'm done. He took all his pictures yeah. down. He he stopped posting shit. He was like, "All right, I'm done." Um, but it's wow. I don't I don't get that. Like I think uh, in for this followers. yeah for followers, but like that's not cool. a real thing though. Like those people who fuck with you online, it, there are very few people who when people fuck with them, they fuck with them. I feel like Kid Cudi has that effect, right? Kid Cudi, the people who fuck with Kid Cudi really would fuck with Kid Cudi in real life. Um, rest in peace to uh, what's that guy who just got shot and killed in a robbery? Um, he was just doing all types of wild shit though. Uh, XXSensacion. He was one of those oh, yeah. people too. And, like when people fucked with him, they fucked with him. And I think that we are com- conflating, meaning that we are confusing the two. Um, and it's it's not real. So yeah, that that man hypothetically he needs his ass beat. But yeah. <laughs> that that shit right there, that 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 blew me. And uh 
we got to we got to do better. We got to do better as a society. We have to figure out what it is that's making us act those act that way and think that way. Think something like that is okay. And like you said, he put his fucking family in danger, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm so mad that it's not it's not just you I want to get. But since I can't get to you, I know your cousin, I know your brother, I know exactly. your sister. Like you know, so you got to be careful about dumb shit like that. But obviously, he didn't really give a fuck. Um, yeah, I just uh, okay. So just another thing that I wanted your your thoughts on. Um, I know we've been talking about Nipsey for a minute, but I think he deserves all that, all the respect that we're trying to give. Yeah, him I don't right mind. I said, I was about to, just about to say we could take an hour on this. We yeah. it's all good because it's like because it, he deserves it. But also, I think we need to have a conversation about healing, healing in the black community and just about ego and all the shit that we don't really talk about, like mental health and all that shit. Um, Don't really want to rehash the story like that. But if you don't know it, apparently um, there was a a dude that came up to him. We're not going to say his name, but the dude that came up to him and shot him uh, was a known informant. I've actually gotten a couple of different stories. So I need you to help me wait, out. Wait, wait. All right. So this is another. We don't have to be. I'm not going to say the name either. Yeah. But fucking informant. That nigga's a bitch and he was a snitch. That nigga was a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> let me just throw. Let me, I, I know you're yeah, trying to be nice. Not to now, cut you off. Real quick. This is why I like nice Adam, yo. Know. <laughs> we need both sides of that. So you, you <laughs> can keep that side. I'm going to say that nigga was a straight up bitch. <laughs> And he was a snitch, a known yeah. snitch on papers, and fuck that. <laughs> and yeah. if you live in any any of the neighborhoods surrounding, I'm not gonna say exactly where I live, but like I said, I live over there where that where this just happened. Mm-hmm. I live in this neighborhood. If you live in LA, if you know Crenshaw, if you know Slaughter, you know that area. Or somebody who who's feeling what we're talking about feels right. like. You just don't fuck with snitches, especially ones that are on paper talking to police. Nope. You don't fuck with those kind of people. Nope. Off top. You just don't do that. So he was one of those people. But continue. Nah, but yeah, so he um uh apparently he came up to Nip. Nip was like, I ain't really fuck with you like that, bro. You can go on. Like I, I heard you was a snitch. Apparently there was some kind of situation. He's like, You got out real quick, bro. You can go on with that bullshit. From what it sounds like, nothing really disrespectful was said. He was just like, "Go on with that bullshit." Like, I don't, I don't fuck with you. Just don't come around here. Don't come around me at the very least, right? A few minutes later, dude comes back with a gun. Shit, here's the shit that really got me. He shoots Nipsey six times, kicks him, then shoots him again. That's the most disrespectful shit I've ever heard in my entire life. How yeah. do you do that to somebody? Just anybody in general. All right. You are already at the advantage. You're going to kick somebody and then you're going to shoot them again. What the fuck is wrong with you, my bro? Not so. That was, that was that's pure hatred. Yeah. It's just like, if you, if you ever hypothetically mess with the firearm at all, you know how much damage they do. You know, close range is capable of, you know, if you ever watched a fucking documentary about war or I'm going to go as far as to even say a movie with guns in it most mm-hmm. of the time. Like, 
See, when people get shot, they're they're fucked, you yeah. know, for the most part. Especially close range. So it's, over is yeah. And so to to go up to someone after you've done that to them, and and take them, is you feel some type of way about them, mm-hmm. and and I'm gonna go back and I'm not gonna say who's person in, but that that just lets people know how how much of a little bitch you are because you wouldn't have done that unless you shot him first because mm-hmm. he's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a bitch. You're absolutely right. He is a bitch. So, not to get too not to get too in deep into that though, um, yeah. but we do have to talk about healing and we do have to talk about ego. We do have to talk about um, these things uh, just because what he was killed over, what old dude did. Although I think that um, to a degree, what he did was like a separate incident and something that wouldn't necessarily happen. It still th- speaks to a larger part of like how we how we deal with things and how we overcome a situation, right? Instead yeah. of him just taking that L, because that's what it was. It was an L. All right, you're an informant. You're a little bitch. You're snitching out here in these streets. Instead of you just taking that L, you decide to take a man from his family, and then be a little be be even more of a bitch by trying to check yourself into a mental health facility, um, trying to claim the whole crazy route, whatever. What the fuck? I, I I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah, but uh, all right. So, so I saw a couple of things. Okay. Uh, me being the insomniac and weirdo that I am, I researched some things. Mm-hmm. It prior to this situation, he had been in a mental institution before. Okay. All right. So, and and a informant. So. Mm. To my knowledge, I don't know how that would work in the court of law because, right, because... this thing is crazy. How you gonna, how you gonna tell on me? <laughs> what the hell, uh, man? I don't, man. These public defenders ain't shit. So whoever he got convicted, I don't. I, we need to help them, you know. But um, he was already something was wrong with him already. So. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to go into no kind of conspiracy theories or anything like that because it could just be a waste of time. Mm-hmm. But it, I look at all the the different things, and I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. It's just. It just doesn't make sense. Things don't make sense that this person is not mentally stable. Mm-hmm. Has regular interactions with the police when he's. Telling on people, and and to my knowledge, they they pay them. Oh so, yeah, they do. they do pay you. That's that's yes. that's what on the rug, but they do pay you. He's a, he's a paid police informant who is also crazy, who who just randomly comes up to this place and does this. Mm-hmm. Something that doesn't make sense, and and that hatred of somebody because if every if the whole hood knows you're a snitch one person saying that you a snitch shouldn't piss you off like that nah. but maybe it was the person who said it but you it know like i don't know something doesn't it was definitely because it was nipsey who said it like i'm sure if it was just some some other random dude he probably wouldn't have popped off like that but since you told me he was in a mental health facility i'm gonna, i'm going to get into that but i'm gonna let you finish it off that's all i know is that he was in a they didn't really say much besides that that. He was in a mental health facility prior to this this whole incident, like like mm-hmm. years, like 
prior to this. He was known for for not being all the way there okay. and being in and out of prison right. and being from that same area, that same hood. So I have thoughts. What a um, disgraced member. Yeah, I get you. So I have thoughts. Um, and I'm going to be all the way 100. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be this real, but I'm going to be all the way 100. As someone uh, who has been in the mental health facility twice, uh, I've been put there for suicide and depression. So I attempted suicide once. Um, but I, I have major depression. I've had major depression all my life. Um, I'm just stop right there. What ahead. the fuck? If you ever want to talk, better fucking hit me up because one of my homies has been through that, and yeah. unfortunately, he's no longer with us. Yep. So, if any time, I don't give a fuck what time it is, better hit me up. All right, I got you. God damn it. <laughs> so, so many people have told me that, but yeah, um, so. As, as again, as someone who has been in a mental health facility and has dealt with mental uh, health issues all their life, um, that's just something that's swept under the rug in the Black community. Um, in the oh. Black community, mental health isn't taken seriously enough. Um, we just say people are crazy. And it took me a long time to be okay with that, in a way. Stop you one more time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you watch, do you know who Lena White is? Nah. No. Okay, I'm sorry if, I, if I'm getting her name wrong, but I believe it's Lena White. She made mm-hmm. the show uh, The Shy. She was also oh. on. Um, okay, okay, I got you. Talking about now? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know you're talking. Well, she had dreads. I don't know if she cut them off now, but um, she has a show The Shy, and on The Shy, there's a little kid who's going to therapy now, and and. Like they, he doesn't want to talk about what's going on with him mentally, and his mom stops him and says to him, "If anybody needs therapy or needs help," but she said therapy though. But I'm generalizing what she said. If anybody needs help though, after 400 years of what the fuck we've been through, and and what's happening to us because of what we've been through, as far as inside of our homes, mm-hmm. it's us. So yeah. You know, like it's us, and and it's definitely not talked about enough in our community. So I understand exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, um, it's it's not. Uh, and again, like people just kind of label us, right? Uh, they don't really know what's going on, and we haven't been educated about these situations. So when they come up, we don't know how to handle it. So there are a couple of things to that, though. Sometimes they put those uh, people with like behavioral problems in mental health facilities. Um, and they may have a mental health problem. They may not, but sometimes they actually don't. And sometimes they actually do put, uh, normalized people in mental health facilities that no, don't so need it. Behavioral problems. I would like, but... so like, for example, I knew a dude who was like, basically he was at, he was, he was just like acting up in school. Right. He was just being a, a like what generalized, like as a badass kid. Right. Not, not like really hitting people or like throwing shit, but like um, being, uh, being disrespectful to a teacher and shit like that. You know, uh, those, those kind of behaviors that necessarily, that wouldn't necessarily read mental health issue, but uh, I was going to get to a bigger point. 
Right. Just like, so, yeah. Um, um, fuck, I forgot what they used to say, but uh, ain't no damn father at home syndrome. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, just like, just that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. right. So it was just, it was that kind of shit. But um, so what they'll do sometimes when they, when they send those kind of people to mental health facilities, they immediately put you on the pill. They immediately put you on the pill. Um, exactly. So they're trying to put you on the pill. And, and and what I found out, not to like divert too much from the conversation that we're having, but also what I found out is that when anytime a doctor puts any patient on the pill, obviously that's money from Big Pharma. So oh, yeah. So anytime they give you as opposed exactly. to like the generic or the other brand. Right. Right. That, that's so, the brand they give you, uh, they pay for their, their vacation that year. Bro. So um, I learned that, but I was one of those people who actually had mental health issues and still continue to struggle with those. Right. Um, So the fact that you said that uh, there are a couple of things that could be going on. He could actually have real mental health issues. Um, What his mental health issues are. I don't know. There are a wide variety of them. They could be something like. It could be something like. All right. So. I'm, I'm going to talk about these things and not to go too deep into them because I don't know too much about them, but I do know a little bit just from uh, being in mental health facilities and also being uh, around people who have mental, mental health issues the way I do. But he could have had something like bi- bipolar disorder, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, bipolar disorder are those who usually it's just like they switch up real quick, right? Um, and those are the people who can be violent. Uh, those are people who can like, so for example, saying something like that to them, saying something that like what Nip said um, to a boy could set him off and he could do something like that. I don't know if that's, if that's what he had. I'm just speculating. Uh, a lot of people misconstrue schizophrenia though. They think schizophrenia will make you do shit like that. Schizophrenia is more of like, um, being a, a con, I don't know. I don't want to say conspiracy theorist, but it's it's basically uh, you kind of being not not even in your own head. It's difficult to describe, but it's not it's not dangerous. Like people who are are who are paranoid schizophrenics aren't necessarily dangerous. Like those aren't the people. It's not like how it's portrayed in movies, right? They really get that. They're more of a of a of a conduit for for different ideas and 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 beings that they have that they have manifesting in their head and they just there you go. they they project them in their world and they have experience with them and they can speak and talk with them but you can't right exactly have a different yeah. experience than you are and that's right. all it is i think that's as what most and I can't speak on that. I haven't studied it at all, but I have someone in my family that is currently in a mental health facility. And I've spoke to people and stuff. And I just think they're having a different experience and this thing we call reality than we are. And just because we don't understand, we put them in that place. Mm -hmm. We don't understand them because we think we're okay. Right. And we're, we're not like all of us have issues. Right. So they're like, so I, I said those things to say they're like a wide variety of mental health issues that people can have. And um, 
well, I think people really get wrong about uh, people who do have mental health issues or mental health um, disorders. Uh, so if he had had he if he had going gone to mental health issues in the past, uh, mental health facilities in the past, that does play a lot into what he did, and then that does tell me a lot. But because I don't know exactly what he, what he had or what he was going through, I also know that sometimes they just push you there just to collect a check. So something, so you could be perfectly fine. You could have anger issues and shit like that. And I'm not saying that's not necessarily um, a mental health uh, disability, or that's not something that people need to work on. But that's that's completely different than having some shit like bipolar disorder or there's a broad, you know, spectrum of people in there, pretty much. Yeah, it's oh yeah, it's a whole like kinds of different people that, um, in there, and. Again, real quick, not just not to divert from what we're talking about, but it's everybody, yo. Like there are a lot of, I feel like there are a lot of black people who who obviously have mental health issues, but like, uh, um, uh, the kid um whose family is super duper rich is in there. Uh, the poor kids are in there. Like everybody, everybody is in that motherfucker. When it hits, it hits, and especially if you don't know what the fuck is going on, it. Yeah. Like shit, like shit happens. So that that speaks that him being in a mental health uh, uh, facility before um, really kind of plays into the situation a little bit more than I thought it did. Um, but again, the, to to go back to the whole healing situation, we don't talk about healing enough. We don't talk about what we need to do to uh, better react to a situation, right? Um, it's especially in the hood, especially in the places that we or we've been or we we've grown up, and I'm I'm speaking specifically to you and me, Adam. Mm-hmm. We see a whole bunch of shit, and we go through a whole bunch of shit that's just not normal. But we pass it off as normal. We pass off pain as normal, right? And right, and so some people deal with it like. Some people can get out of it and they can deal with it in a better way, right? And then some people cannot, and we fault them for it. But what I what I really want to um, ask people, though, right, is just imagine a whole bunch of shit coming your way, right? Imagine um, you growing up in a situation where maybe your family really wasn't shit. They told you you weren't going to be shit, right? And you've been in and out of prison and shit like that. And it's just like life. Life has been that way for you, right? And then you grow up and you don't be shit. And it's just like, and people don't understand why. Well, that's why. It's just because like there's there's a fucking pattern there. So this is why, this is why I really want black people, especially black people, to like really look at our situations and really try to figure out what we can do to heal. Because what we're doing is right now, what we're doing is is we're passing the pain that we've had from generation to generation to generation to generation, right? And there may be like one or two people who can rise above it, but like most of us aren't like that. Myself, I'm I'm speaking really about myself more so than I'm speaking about other people in that instance. I know I need help. I know that there are certain things that I I need to do to be a better person. However, I understand that there are resources and ways that I can get that help, and I am pursuing that. There are many people who don't and who are not. They're just like, I was just about to say that. like most people don't know. 
right. There's sources out there. Right. And so we're just we're just going through it or we're saying we have bad nerves or we're just saying we have anger problems or we're just saying we're sad or shit that really um, we're really dealing with and we just don't know how to deal with and process. And I think as black people, we need to we need to figure out figure that out. But I want to know what your thoughts on that. Most. Most of us. Have PTSD. Yeah, there you go. Both ways, uh, the the traditional one, especially if you're if you lived in the hood, you definitely got PTSD because I've seen young kids flinch like it was the end of their life when balloons pop. Yep. And I'm like, damn, we're at a birthday party. <laughs> what the fuck are you flinching for? We we all have PTSD. The, the like the traditional one. And the new one that I believe came from Joy DeGru. Uh, I, I don't want to mispronounce what, you know about her? Of What the fuck? Of course. <laughs> All right, man, because many people don't. And she's a, a, a Baha'i, which I want to talk to you about. But go ahead. Oh, there's a Baha'i temple down the street from my house. Yeah, I did, honestly, I didn't hear about Baha'is until I came um, right. to DC. Yeah, I. We can get into that with it if you want to. You want to do that on here, or you want to do that off here? Because we can get into that and Joy DeGru. We can do all that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she a real one. Oh. There are many yes. things oh. I want to talk to you. Not to like, not to cut you off, but there are many things I want to talk to you about the Baha'i faith. And then there's like a book I wanted you to read. Um, that I think I forgot. What is it? Baha'u'llah wrote, but it um, it's the thoughts on the black community and and Baha'u'llah. Um, he's our uh. He's our prophet in a way. Okay. Anyway, he's the messenger um, of the Baha'i faith. And he talks about black being black people being the pupil um, of the eye in the Baha'i faith. Um, and how black people actually need to be the leaders in the Baha'i faith. Um so yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have to get into that. Oh no, we we definitely do because it's uh many people don't first off, many black people don't know about the Baha'i faith. Yeah, I don't even know it is. Not to romanticize it though, because they're like there are there are issues within many faiths. But if you believe in the Baha'i faith like the way you're supposed to, then everybody in it and everybody that I've met in the Baha'i faith acknowledges that and acknowledges the book. It's called The People um, of the Eye, and it talks about uh, Black people, Black American people specifically, and also Native Americans um, really pushing forward uh, the Baha'i community. But go ahead. Yeah, we want to check that out. Oh yeah, oh definitely. But uh, Joy Joy DeGruy, that mm-hmm. she uh was talking about PTSD, but when she was talking about it, she wasn't talking about post traumatic stress disorder. She was talking about post traumatic slave disorder. Mm. That's the one that she was talking about. So I'm saying that we have both, and yep. especially if you're from the hood, you definitely have both. Most yep. American black people, or if they don't want to be called black, melanated people, whatever, they they have some form of the PTSD. Right. And I was saying I've seen kids flinch at birthday parties when balloons pop. Little kids, they flinch. That's not cool. Yeah. They're scared because of gunshots. 
I remember when I was younger and I used to play a game with all my, my older brothers, my younger brothers used to play a game called Drive By. You ever mm-hmm. played that game? Yeah, I actually did. I actually did. A car drives by, you duck behind something solid, right? Yeah. If you're only behind nothing that's like stone, brick, or something like that, you're behind like a, a no, wooden fence. No, no, shit like that, right. Like you behind lost. a house. Right. Yeah, you lost if you didn't be, because you got shot now. <laughs> Ain't the, the bullets going straight through that fence. Right. Nope. I hope you lost you out. We played games like that, thinking that it was cool, that that shit was normal. We we romanticize that kind of stuff in our community. That shit's cool. It's not. <laughs> we are we're hurting people, like, and we don't know. We just and one of the the coolest things that black people do is make struggling look cool. Yeah. And so. Yeah. We we be proud of that shit. <laughs> we fucked up. I'm I'm crazy as hell. I didn't. My my homie just got killed. My mom uses drugs. I just shot at somebody. I'm about to get on social media and show everybody how many fucking Xanax I could pop and roll the fattest blunt. Right. But I've been doing this every day. Well, I've been doing this every week for the past couple years. Mm-hmm. I myself could 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 speak to that. I, I remember I used to get online and on this this live thing. I would get on there and for like almost six months straight. It was after I stopped working, but I I got a fat ass check, stupid fat check. So I was kicking it for a long time and I had a lot of money for somebody my age just kicking it and I was getting fucking wasted every day every fucking day not beer I'm talking about big ass bottles of liquor taking them to the dome getting fucked up on social media not by myself well by myself but on a on a social media platform with with a bunch of people watching me and talking to me, interacting with me and shit. And not one person was like, Hey bro, you don't think you should stop drinking like like that? You yeah. don't think like that's a lot of that shit is cool to us. People are hyping me up. Hey bro, take a shot. I'm gonna send you some beep, beep, you know, you hear the little thing go off, they start chugging that shit. I fell asleep on that shit one time. Passed the fuck out. Drunk as fuck. Looking stupid. Nobody checked on you. It was like, you good? Like, like you talk well, actually, one person did. One person did. When I woke up. Hours later. You know, hours later, I wake up like, damn, what the fuck happened? Got a bottle in my hand. Wasted. Look up at the camera and just close that shit. Like, ah. <laughs> They get on the next day, like nothing happened. Everybody, same old shit with the bottle going. Damn. People think that shit is normal. That shit is cool. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not at all. I was killing myself. I was fucking killing myself. I had to stop. Luckily, I slowed down. I'm not doing that kind of shit no more. I still get fucked up. I'm still young, young and dumb, but I try not to. And it's more of a 
the thing now it's different when you're conscious and you're doing it you know and i think yeah. our people are not consciously doing some of the things that they're doing to themselves they're unconsciously doing it it's uh another thing that i got from joy de uh cognitive dissidence mm. we we're just not attached to what the fuck we're doing like we don't even think about it we're programmed yep to just destroy ourselves right she it, it she's amazing i'm glad you brought her she's amazing go ahead my bad nah you, you can go for it go for it um, i wanted you uh but also people who are listening to this podcast um so there's another podcast called uh, The Baha'i Blogcast. I don't really mean to shout them out like that. But she's on there. She's on one of the episodes. I think people should really listen to her, uh, that episode, because she talks about a thing called epigenetics, right? And she broke it down so fucking simple, right? She uses this one um, analogy, but something that's so real in the Black community, right? So it's uh, she's like, there's a, there's a white mom and there's a black mom um, sitting in the office and both of their boys are being praised, right? Um, and the white mom looks over to the black mom. It's like, oh, you're, you're uh, well, the black mom is like, uh, they're oh, having a conversation. Fuck yeah. yeah. You know what the fuck I'm talking about, right? Yep. Um, so yeah, like they're having a conversation. The white mom is like talking about her son and everything, how he's good, he's doing. The black mom is agreeing. But when the white mom talks to the black mom, the black mom's like, yeah, but he's this and he's that. He doesn't really clean his room. He doesn't really do this. He doesn't really do that, right? Like downing her son. Her wait, wait, because the white mom is praising the black mom's son. Yes, the white mom is praising the black man's son. And Just as the black mom was praising the the white the white, the white mom's son. Right, but the black mom's son is reaction is different. Instead of like oh, taking the, the praise, mom, yeah, the black mom's reaction is different. Right. Praise right and so instead of taking that praise she's like yeah well he doesn't do this right he doesn't do that right and he's not like doesn't really clean his room properly just like just shit like that right yeah and it immediately like brought up something for me i'm like yeah looks good on the outside but he still fucks up on the inside right right. and i was like yo that's real right so that's that's touching me already and then she relates it back to slavery days right where if like one of the children was complimented for doing something good, the slave's immediate like reaction, it was like, I think it was a story of like her great, great, great grandmother though. But it was like, it was basically when one of the slaves did uh, like the slave children did something good and they're being praised for it. Um, And in an effort to keep their children with them, what they tried to do is diminish the child's behavior. And I was like, oh, fuck in front like, in front of the 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 slave master or the superior right but as 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 a part of doing that you're they were also doing it in front of the child yep because yeah. they they don't have a choice whether the child gets to see how they act in front of the slave master or not because exactly. they're not in charge they don't have that kind of power exactly exactly so they're subject to all that and yeah continue continue no, but I, I just thought it was so fucking amazing. Like something, and that's 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 something. I I won't say that's like, I I think that is big, but it's not even it's not one of the biggest things. But something so small that can be passed down from generation to generation to generation, and we're still doing it today. Look, that's what I was. Look, 
she, she the reason she she was saying that and the re- reason our parents would do that to us was because if we were good at something the white or the the superiors at that time because mm-hmm. white people are sensitive now like they want to pretend like they oh didn't do that God, so, so fuck that shit the white people <laughs> <laughs> the white people at the time were would would take that talented young black kid and and show him off and hey, look what my slave could do check this out despite all the things that we take from them mm-hmm. Despite all the things we deprive from this, these people, yeah. we've even taken away from them, them being people. We've taken away their humanity. Yep. We even take, and look, he's, he could still play the fiddle like a motherfucker. Look at, look at this motherfucker tap that. Like if you were, if we were good at something, you know, they would, they would take your kids if he if he could do something good because they took away our humanity because it was to be a human for us when we did something amazing they were like wow they could still do that and they would show us off so as a as a way to stop that our parents would downplay us like we we weren't capable of such great things Yep. And we started believing it because we had to yep. be witness to it. And another thing that I like why it's still happening right now and and people like to pretend it doesn't affect us all that all all that time of it happening to us over and over again is another thing that I got from Joy DeGru was because I'm not a woman, I can I would have never known this unless I really got into the research. Is that I didn't know that women were born with all the eggs that they would ever have when they're first born. Like they're already in you. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. And finding that out, I was like, wow. And how she explained how the trauma you go through, all of that stuff is held inside of you. And it your eggs experience that. It's it's yep. Every fiber of your being, they experience what you go through. They're a part of you. Yep. They know exactly what is going on. And, and people don't like to think about those kind of things because we live in such a fast society now that it takes too much for you to sit down and think about something like that. Exactly. But if, if, that is what, if that's the case, that trauma from those experiences have been direct to all of us eggs yeah yeah we are we are still experiencing those kind of things and we're the most like we still we need some way to get out of that we and we don't like to talk about it no so that's even problem that we're having you know like we don't like to talk about these kind of things and we don't like therapy because that's for white people right but we fucking need it. But we've been through such traumatic experiences that we don't know how to recover. What do you talk to? What do you do? And we don't even talk to each other about it. No, we don't. Let's try to well, talk when to. When we do, we just pass the shit off as normal. Like it's just like we. The most we'll say is, "Damn, that's fucked up," and just keep going. Yes. Yeah. Like, 
nah, that's not that's not cool. That's not what we should do. We should react differently to those situations, or at least try to fix it um, and and heal ourselves from that situation. That way, we're not passing it on from generation to generation, which is what we're doing right now. And at the very least, come at it with an open mind and look and try to have some kind of understanding from what they're talking about. Right. Because everybody's trauma is different. And they're, they're experiencing some crazy shit. So just listen to what the fuck they're saying. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And this is why um, I, I really just wanted to have this broader conversation about healing or what we can do to heal. Um, so if anybody out there, if this, if you're listening to this, uh, some of those experiences, I'm not sure what they are, but they're not normal. Like if you ever find that there's a situation where you're facing something, I'm sorry, nah, it's right. It's right. But like, we, we need to do better. Some of us need therapy. Some of us actually have mental health issues. Actually a good majority of us need therapy. I don't know anybody especially in my family or even friends for that matter, who don't need therapy. Any, don't need every, therapy. Every, any black person that what? Mm-hmm. Nah, fuck that. Any black person on this planet that has been subjugated to any kind of colonialism needs Woo. therapy. Woo. Put it that way. They don't like that, that shit, they can come see me. <laughs> they don't like it. They can come see me. Exactly. That's good. All fucked up, except the ones that aren't. Yeah, it's like the, except the ones that are, the, except the ones that that were like, "Hey, this is some bullshit," and most right. of them are dead. They end up dead somehow. Going back to Nipsey, this this is exactly what happened. Like now he's dead by someone who, um, not to give him a pass because he doesn't deserve one, but by someone who is facing those generational, uh, who's facing that generational pain in the same way that we are. Uh, but it's fucked up. I didn't know how to cope with it or what to do with that. Yeah. Or how to express that or how to get that pain out. Like, we don't know. We're just holding the shit. And the only time we ever seen pain um, being uh, being released is when it's being put on other people. So like we said, like drive-bys or getting beat. Like, just, just shit like that. I remember... Like, I used to, here I go again, getting personal, but whatever. So, like, when I would get in trouble, right, and I get a whooping by my dad, right, Um, I realized growing up, I I thought this shit when I was, like, seven years old, I was getting my ass beat from him. But it wasn't just necessarily what I did wrong. I was getting my ass beat for whatever the fuck he was going through. (laughs) So that shit was being taken out on me. And uh, the same thing with my brother and sister. And so it's just like, yeah, I, I forgot who said this, and I'm, I, I, it sucks that I can't give them credit for this because they said when when black men are in the workplace or mm-hmm. outside of the house, they know and they see and they they experience that they are maybe a second class citizen, maybe uh... lower than that. And they get treated like shit most of the time throughout the day by yeah. everyone because of what the media portrays us to be and all this different stuff. So when they finally step back into their house, they have power and they're in charge. Mm-hmm. And anyone or anything that steps out of any kind of line 
Ooh. or with them or or they get a chance to show their strength and their power yep without the same kind of repercussions they would have if they were outside of their home oh best believe you about to you about to get the full experience mm-hmm. of what the fuck i'm capable of check this out you gotta disrespect me in my house yeah that's where that whole thing comes from is because outside of here i'm so disrespected yeah so once i'm here if you ever disrespect me like in any way best be- people go to go to jail for life and lose their families over shit because somebody disrespected them in their house mm-hmm. now you don't have a house now your house is the cell with somebody else right. and you got it because somebody disrespected you in your house. Right. It's because of that pent up aggression and that yeah. up of not being able to talk or not. It's not even, I wouldn't even say it's not wanting to talk. It's not being able to because of the stigma behind it. Yeah. Not being able to talk to anyone and just finally come into a breaking point and be like man fuck all this shit and when they finally do it and they're done and they get all that out they're like fuck i fucked up mm-hmm. right. and everything but then, i don't want that back i didn't mean to take that out on on them it was just yep. and then it's over by then mm-hmm. and and we, and we don't get second chances no not at all so that one and this could all happen. This doesn't even have to be as far as it gets to that person even getting a family yet. You could be 12 to 16 and fuck up. And your life is yeah. over. Yeah. Your life all- is over. Yo, Meek Mill is the example of that. First off, I'm not saying that Meek Mill wasn't doing some shit that he wasn't supposed to be doing. But the shit he got arrested for is questionable. Because the dude who arrested him, uh, arrest, the police officer who arrested him, and testified against him in that case was yep. just found guilty of like manipulating things. Like, for example, saying uh, not only just saying shit that wasn't true, but go ahead. No, he was manipulating evidence or some shit, right? Yeah, he was man- he was manipulating evidence. He was making it seem like people were actually doing shit that they weren't doing. So for so um that's that's basically what happened with uh with, with meek mill and his whole situation and then you have this asshole judge she's a black woman on top of that and that's what pisses me off the most this asshole judge for 10 years of his life so far really just been fucking it up no matter what he's done no matter how how hard he's trying to change no matter the amount of money that he's making nothing like that she's just fucking with him so yeah, it's just there's just there's a lot of shit. But I'm glad we actually did talk about Joy DeGruy um today and we got some a bit of uh her shit in there because it's it's real. It's real. I'll have to come back to that what you were just talking about because that's gonna be a big deal coming up with this uh these elections. I think so too. Amala Harris was a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. She was most harsh. Yeah. With boys. Right. And and she gotta answer for that. She she has to answer for that. So Yes. You definitely have to get into that. All right. Um, but okay. So this would be the last thing. Let not the last topic, but the last thing uh regarding Nipsey Hustle. Um, Kodak Black's comments about Lauren London. 
Yes. Okay. Mm. Um, so, take a deeper. All right. So, so yeah, let's, go ahead. I, anyone that, that really knows me, mm-hmm. is going to know that. I like Kodak Black's music. Okay. I listen to it. And, however, I know that, for the most part, when I'm listening to his music, I'm not coming there for anything intellectual. Okay. Right, no substance. Put it that way, you know? Like, I'm not coming there for that. Coming there because I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to groove to it while I'm doing something. Yep. Okay. That aside, I can distinguish music from the person, what the fuck they said, their intent, and all that stuff. And I seen the video. Did you see the video? I saw the video. You see the apology? Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw Bob. Um, it's very complicated and very touchy. touchy. It's, uh, as, a, as a man, <laughs> you say certain things amongst your friends that you don't ever want anyone else to hear. Okay. And that goes back to the thing of why the fuck are you, we are recording everything. Yeah. Why are you re- even recording this conversation in the first place? Exactly. And, and why the fuck did you put it out? It, but see, it's because of social media, because he's on Instagram live. Mm-hmm. So it's being recorded live. Now anybody could take it and do what they want with it. Mm-hmm. Back to we trust social media way too much. Why are we doing this? You shouldn't even be recording in the first place. You're amongst all your friends and you guys are supposed to be talking. Looks like you guys were having a private conversation. Keep it private. Yep. This would have never happened. But there's certain things you say around your friends that you might not want to get out. You don't want other people to hear this shit because you're talking amongst your friends. And not only that, in that circle, you could have because you're talking amongst your friends and people who hopefully are your good enough friends to check you on certain things, you're going to get checked or be able to check other people when they say things that are out of line, out of pocket, whatever it may be. And I didn't see that in that video. For one, like I didn't see nobody say, hey, bro, you shut the, what the fuck are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. For one, you want live. And f- you shouldn't be talking about this, this man's wife like that. I didn't see that at all. Mm-mm. But guys say shit like that. Like, damn, this person is gone and his wife is kind of cool. And I'm playing devil's advocate right now. I'm no, 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 I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I get you. I'm being, remember what I said earlier? I'm being clear for everybody. Because <laughs> I, I live over here. Right. So you got to be careful. I get you. I'm not talking about Lauren London or this situation, that particular situation. I'm talking about in general. Guys say certain things that are out of pocket all the time when it comes to things like that. Is oh, he's gone now? She's bomb, blah blah. I would this, that, and the other, and it and is is it is malicious. That is very fucked up to say anything like that, especially so soon. That's fucked up. But guys say shit like that, and because of the caliber of both of these people. Things are went crazy. And another side of that is the social media thing again is like all these people who have nothing to do with it have opinions about it. 
you you weren't there. You're not a part of it. like if if that if she didn't say anything or none of her relatives or the people around her or his homie said anything. The the people commenting blew it up even more than what it's supposed to have been. Should have just been. It's a dumbass. And for one, he's he's younger than me. It's a dumbass kid who says some fucking bullshit. And that gener, unfortunately, our generation is is labeled as being some dumb zombies anyway. So they should have just be like, somebody needs to teach him, not cancel him. They need to teach him. Be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But that's how I see it. But a lot of other people see it a lot, a totally different way. They like want to just totally rip this dude apart. Let me know. Go for it. Go. And they better not have cut us off again. I swear to God. Kodak Black is like many of these dudes out here. I actually will compare him to XX Tentacion. This is not to speak bad about the dead, but we're going to have to be real about people and the situations that they were in when they were living. Kodak Black is one of them dudes. Um, if you know anything you mean- about Tentacion, um, he had like a he had a situation with uh, a female that he was a woman that he was dealing with at the time, um, and where he was accused of not just violent uh, just, uh, viol- violently beating her, and I felt like a lot of people just kind of swept that shit under the rug, and it was like fuck her, um, fuck that whole situation. We still gonna rock with him, and his actions, his actions didn't like really clarify the situation at all like for example i remember him putting up a video saying uh i'll fuck all your grandmother's pussies i don't give a fuck just like dumb shit like that right and cold trolling yeah trolling right trolling but not understanding that trolling isn't the thing to do especially in a situation like this like you 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 can't troll in the situation like this kodak black is of that same mold um but here's where it's a little different for me. Kodak Black has said things um, about women in general that make me cringe, right? He had a comment uh, maybe like a year ago where he said he doesn't fuck with dark-skinned Black women. I don't really fuck. That's why I said I had to separate the, the person right. from his music because I've seen that, what the fuck he said, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, you there's another dude from that same area. Mm-hmm. His name is uh, Glock Nine, another Florida mm-hmm. rapper from the same area, and he had he said the same thing along those same lines. And they, I don't know what it is, and they're both Haitian, dark skinned Haitians. Yeah, I don't know what it is that's happening in, in Florida or in, in these 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 Caribbean islands and countries of that. The Caribbean islands, so with, with, with nice. someone being, yeah, nice. With someone being like in that in that community to a degree, because like my family is from the Caribbean, there's a lot of colorism in there. Like when I would come home from, like in the summer, they'd be like, "Oh, just oh shit, Josh, you're getting dark." I'm like, all right. There's a documentary <laughs> called Cake Soap. People should check mm-hmm. that out on YouTube. There's a documentary called Cake Soap where they this this lady goes to Jamaica, and they. These black people are bleaching their skin, mm-hmm. look lighter because they think it makes them look more attractive, makes their tattoos stand out better. They look more affluent. 
And mm-hmm. the whole documentary, all these black people talking about that, and they finally get to this 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 white dude that's in Jamaica, and he's like, "They're crazy as fuck. I love these women, these black women's skin. They look awesome." And he has an accent and all that stuff, and he's talking about them. And the only person that was like, "Damn, I love these black women," was a white dude. It was a white dude? Yeah. It broke my heart. I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with these people?" <sighs> There's a lot, um, but not to go too far into that. Um. I'm prefacing this comments though, just because yeah. I'm gonna be real with you. There's a history with Kodak Black. Um, not not to tarnish him, but I'm gonna be real about the situation. Yeah, go for it. He has he has rape charges that people really aren't talking about. And of everything that you can say about him, even with the situation with Young M.A., like that shit, that shit right there is the thing we really should be focusing on. Like so I think people should pay attention to that. What song? song that, that 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 young ma was upset about and then the rape charge yeah. thing that was brought up by um a couple of different people uh especially mm-hmm. I, uh, this dude i don't really like this motherfucker but his name's like ebro from 106 and so i don't know yeah I, fuck him sorry yeah, fuck I, him though i don't like that dude but um uh, like uh he brought it up to kodak black and kodak black walked out of the the interview when he asked him because the case is still pending, and and I guess he he says it's it's he say she say see whatever I am about to get tongue tied, but it's it's one of those right now, and that's that's right. a complicated situation, especially with a, a subject as touchy as rape. That's probably why nobody has touched it, especially now in this Me Too movement and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. Because if you when you do put somebody's name out there like that and you tarnish it, there's now. With social media and what happens, there's no coming back after that. No, that no, you just, that. you're that person for the rest of your life. You know, so I could understand why people haven't said anything about that yet. But right, and I, I understand it's a it's a pending case. Yeah. But he's doing the same thing to me that XX Tentacion did. Um, he's not really understanding what the fuck the situation is, exactly. and he's going about it as if it's not happening. Right, so if you have a situation where you have a rape charge. The last thing you need to do is make the comments about Lauren London the way you did, or even Young M.A., or just like just little shit like that. Like you don't you don't need to put that out there because all that shit can be used against you in the court of law. And in the court of law, they don't give a fuck about all that. Black. But they the, don't. But you gotta understand where and. And again, I'm playing devil's advocate, and it, it might sound like just because what I said earlier, because I listen to his music, that I have a biased opinion or whatever. But I'm playing devil's advocate. No, you're good. Where this person comes from, all those things that you're talking about don't mean shit. Yeah. From the projects, he. Have you even heard? Have you listened to the way he speaks when he's not making music? It doesn't it's sound hard very to understand what the fuck he's talking about. It really is. It's hard for him to formulate a sentence sometimes. <laughs> I don't think he's even on that level of what other people are thinking of what he's doing. He's probably just saying shit and talking because he has this platform that's so huge and people are, are grasping to any little thing that he says. Mm. When this person was, was never the person you're supposed to be looking up to in the first place for any kind of anything besides his music i get you i get i get your point but 
I feel like there have been enough of these situations to where uh, I, I've always had, I, I've had the question mark. Again, I don't care about the dark skin comments so much is because I unfortunately I hear a lot of people say it. Here's why. I, I hear a lot of people say it and there are, um, what, was, what was that? What was I just about to say? I just lost my thought. My my motto is is I don't I don't think that as black women and black men in general we don't fuck we shouldn't fuck with somebody who doesn't fuck with us like I'm not gonna beg for your love and attention if you feel that way that's cool but like I'm not gonna be like oh you should yeah here here I go getting personal again I remember I think I was like a nine ten one of those ages right I was out at dinner with my brother my father and um, someone with he was with. There was a young, another young man, and he looks at me. He goes, "No offense to you, but I ain't. I would never date a dark skinned girl. They ghetto. They this. They that. Right? Um, the person that was uh, who uh, who was older than that young man uh, really got into like they they had a conversation with him, um, and they told him why his comments were wrong. But this is the kind of shit that I've heard personally, like out of people's mouth, not just like on social media, my entire life. And my motto, again, about that is I'm not going to beg for your attention. I'm not going to beg for you to love me. I'm not going to beg for you to appreciate me. If you can't see my worth, then let's just keep it pushing. It's and just it, that. Go ahead. Why don't people do that anymore, though? Mm. In that story that you just said, there was two great things. What you just said, that you're not about to push. Like, if you don't, if you don't like it, then fuck you. You know, like, yeah. just off top. But the other thing was when he made those comments, an older person stopped him and was like, hey, let me tell you why you're wrong. Yeah. Why don't um, you do that? Instead of, instead, because when, when Kodak Black did that, all I saw was people getting online and trying to discipline him. Like, hey, look, check this out. Don't blah, blah, blah. You this, that, and the other. Instead of, hey, look, this is why you're wrong. Because mm-hmm. this woman is grieving this, that, and the other, blah, blah. This man is this. He was this. And and it's like, even if they have to throw in there that it's fucked up that I should have to explain this to you, you know? But there is, where is that now? I, I I don't know where that is. And I'll, I'll be real with you. We do we do a lot of like trying to cancel people instead of trying to teach people. Um, but what the fuck was I going to say about Kodak Black? With Kodak Black, just as being someone who is a woman, I just have a question mark about him, like in, in general. With the comments that he's made and the lack and disregard of, there, there's a difference between not giving a fuck and not understanding what the fuck you're saying is wrong. And it's not, it, it doesn't really help further us in our community. Um, I've put Kodak Black in that box. Like he's in that box right now for me. Um, and so, like, with, with his comments about Lauren London and about what he said, I agree with you. That was supposed to be a private conversation. I still don't think it should be. Uh, it should have been said, though. Like, it's one of those things where where uh, you got to be careful. You got to be sensitive about the situation. Yeah, at least have to wait a little bit more before you say something like that. Because his death was, like, it's not that long ago. Like, we're still so talking just, about the shit because it, it's fresh. Like it's it's fresh. So it's literally only like nine days ago. Yes. Yes. So, but that speaks to, again to to where we are now as a as a, or not even as a generation as a people now in this 
this social media, all super connective 24 seven society that, yeah. that, that like nine days is a long fucking time for us. That's true. Things that happen. It's like, <laughs> like things that happened two or three days ago doesn't even exist anymore. It's over. Yeah. It's done it's with. Done. That, that, was it's that, that was, I was trending Thursday. It's fucking Saturday. What the fuck are you talking mm-hmm. about? Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is now. And yeah. so, like, people, people, and I, that's what, I, what was was crazy is like, people don't, we're not taking that into consideration. And I'm not saying that it's right, but you factor that into every, like, you guys, people are not factoring in all these different variables and not even for this situation, for most things. Yeah. All these things that are happening so fast and so like there it's so everything's so explosive now it's so explosive anything can just blow up with without you even wanting it to within a matter of minutes literally and it's all over the world Mm -hmm. and now everybody has an opinion on it like you said um instead of like like one, maybe one of his close people. I don't know who he has in this corner. It should. It seems like he needs to have better people in this corner because he keeps making these stupid ass comments. And it's just like that's not. It's not smart. Um, but all right. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a question for you. All right. So the people who were coming out, and I'm talking about like the big celebrities who came out and said something to Kodak Black about what he said. Were they defending Nipsey's honor, or were they, or, or were they, or were they defending Lauren London? Because I have a, I have a bit of an issue with that as well. Um, hmm. That's hard. Mm-hmm. I, I would say if you have someone that you really fuck with. They, their significant other, and they are one. Mm-hmm. If you really fuck with them, so I would say they did. If if that's where they they where they were coming from, they did it for both of them. Okay. But I would also say, in light of all the things that I've been seeing, like we talked about earlier, uh people riding this bandwagon of, of trying to get views and likes and things and act, traffic on their social media. Mm-hmm. Nipsey Hustle for this. I think a lot of that came from that space of people who might have just been like, hey, if I make a video saying some, you know, people are going to be commenting, it's going to go viral. And maybe that's just me being, you know, how I am. I'm just thinking that way. But I hope it doesn't come from that space. But they did it for both of them. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll concede to that. But here's why I said that. Um, There was one particular person, uh, specifically the game, who literally not too long ago uh, made a diss track about how he was fucking other people's wives, right? So I don't fuck with Kim Kardashian. I don't rock with her at all. But 
Um, he was talking about her, and then it was Joe Budden's girl, whose name I don't know. Sorry, whatever. Fuck it. That's not the point. The larger point is, it's like, how can you do some shit like that, right? You think like doing some shit like that is okay, but when Kodak Black disrespects Lauren London, that's not okay, right? Um, and so it was really kind of like him I was talking about because, again, like you, you did some disrespectful shit, like. Uh, I understand that nobody's dead, they're all living, but that's yeah. somebody's, those are somebody's wives. That's like a, despite how I may feel about certain people, that's somebody's wife. I just feel like you don't go there. Just the same way if a woman did that um, to somebody's husband, like that's that's not okay. That's that's somebody's husband. They're in, a, they're in that committed of a relationship. You don't say shit like that, you feel me? Like you don't, you don't do that. You don't cross that fucking line. So well, for most that's people, why okay for, for them to do wrong until they see other people do it. They're like, that's that's true. I, I, I cut the line, but that don't mean you can follow me. That's true. That's, uh, that's because now I don't have the advantage. Now is I'm not special. If I do, if we're doing the same thing, like it's not, it's not okay. Like they get people get upset. Right, right. So that's why. Exactly. So that's why I, I, I really asked that question. Um, but his comments in general, I don't know. Uh, I've always had a question mark about Kodak Black just because of the many comments that he's made. Obviously, the charges um, that he has and the fact that uh, he's, he's done a lot of questionable shit. And I don't think he really understands. I'm playing I'm playing devil advocates for him on this situation. I don't think he really understands how serious it is. Like, I don't think he gets it. Um, and I think he's a little ignorant um, in that sense. And I have, there are a lot of uh, people that I've talked to, or there are people that uh, that I respect and I listen to who try to tell me that Kodak Black is intelligent, but two things can't, can't exist. You can't do something like this um, and be intelligent or, uh, and, be in, and, and be intelligent. You have to be you have to be dumb in that situation. And if, if that's the case, if you are intelligent, then you're being malicious. If you are dumb. Be intelligent in certain situations and to certain things and ignorant to others. There you go. And a lot so, of people think because you're ignorant to something that you're stupid, but ignorance just means you don't know. Exactly. And that's, and that's all it means. needs to be taught. Right. That, that, that certain things are not okay. So that's what. That those are like my thoughts on Kodak Black in the situation. I again, I've always had a question mark against him. Um, he makes good music, though, like many people do. Like, it, and and that's the thing. Like, if you really want to see somebody like that succeed, and it, this goes for anybody, like, just tell them that what they're doing is wrong. You don't have to attack them, but tell them what they're doing is wrong. Like, say something. Be like, all right, hey, this is not cool. Or let me break down how this situation. How you fucked up in the situation and you could do better um but but don't disregard it like all right then he said it it's whatever like it shouldn't be that shit either but yeah that's all i had to say really about kodak black that whole, that whole situation has a lot to do more with not what's wrong with kodak black but well no wait let me let me rephrase that <laughs> has more to do with his inner circle and the yeah. people that, that he has around him and the people that he grew up around not guiding him in the right direction. 
I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. that. That kind of stuff should have should have been happening since he was young, and if it didn't, it should be happening now. In that circle of people he was with when he made that comment, and that video shouldn't have ended with him saying that. It should have ended with somebody checking him, like, "Hey, you're wrong." Whether right. whether he, he that person's not cool with him no more or whatever it is, because people are scared for that to happen when they're around somebody who's who's famous or and they're not, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss out on the the next party or the their whatever they're they're fucking mooching off of that motherfucker, you know, like. Right. And it's, it's weird. Going. It's weird because like they like you said, they're afraid to miss out, but they don't understand how they're fucking it up in the future for the long run. You know, like yeah. he's not going to get he's only going to get so many chances. And again, uh, not only that, but shit can be used somebody, when they say something like that and you don't say anything, you, you look complicit. You Yeah, you do look complicit. And then uh, uh, again, like everything that he's saying could be used against him in a court of law. So it's like the prosecutor could literally be like, so not only do we think he did this, but look at the pattern of behavior since then. It's yeah. not good. So if I'm if if I was somebody in his inner circle, I would be reminding him of that situation. But uh, people don't people honestly don't give a fuck. Not anymore. It's it's more about your views and uh what your what, what your subscriptions and, and your followers is looking like. That's what it's all about. And uh, that's where we are nowadays as 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 a society. But we'll we'll get back. Um, so do you want to go with Cardi, the whole Cardi B situation, or you want to talk about <laughs> Justin Small at first? <laughs> I, I feel like you got a lot of thought. Uh, <laughs> Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh I think we should knock the Jesse Small out one out because that one will be quicker. Jesse, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that one. We get that Cardi B because I don't like that bitch <laughs> for a whole lot of other reasons besides his recent ones. But yeah, we okay. should start with with, uh, with Jesse. And uh, according now to the brother Chris Rock, he no longer gets that use, so his name is Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... No longer gets- Respect for the per- pronunciation of his name. Right. So now it's just, now it's just Jesse. Um, I don't know how anybody felt about the situation when it first came out. Uh, I'm gonna be real with y'all. Uh, when I heard that situation, a lot of things did make sense. A lot of things still don't make sense. I don't understand why. Let Let's just put things in context. I don't want to like this nature. <laughs> huh? I think we start off. Wait, are we starting off from this? From the story of when it first originally happened, yeah, kind of because like he got off. Um, now I, I would say from the story, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I just 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 kind of from the story because I just want to remind people. I just want to I want to tell people why I didn't I didn't necessarily work with the situation in the first place. Okay, with you, can we just start off with nature then? Yeah, go ahead. How how in that part of the country they were experiencing the coldest weather on record. On God, yo, yo, yo. I want to be outside in that time. Yo, but at two o'clock in the motherfucking morning, though. That's when it can start seeing the coldness and shit, you know? Like, what? (laughs) So when I heard that shit, I was, I was skeptical. I was skeptical. 
Um, and that didn't make sense. Right. Like that, that just didn't make sense to me. And it was also obviously the uh, police department can lie and, and, and maybe construe um, uh, some facts, but it had come out that he was just still wearing the noose when he was talking to the police officer. I was yeah. like, that, that's what that makes sense. Yeah, um, like, that, yeah, you know, you didn't want to take that off or anything like that. Like, right. Like I admit, that's the first thing I would do. I would probably, if somebody, if somebody tried to kidnap you or kill you with a noose, or they if not if they, somebody tried to kidnap you, they tied you up with tape. When you start getting away, first you gonna do is take that tape off and free yourself. Right. So be ready if something happens. Right. And if somebody and, tried to kill you with the noose and it's around your neck. You're not gonna take that off because if somebody gets a hold of that in a fight, you're done. Ex- exactly. So that that part didn't make sense to me. There was also um him okay this is this is a this is just me um so after the whole situation happened well it was it was it was his exaggerated injuries right because i remember like a couple of days after the show literally a couple of days after not after the show after the situation happened apparently he was going to go sing um and i'm I'm not a doctor not a doctor i want to preface my comments by saying that but if he had broken ribs like they said he did, or they were even fractured, yeah, you you can't sing. Like I feel like it would hurt too much to to sing. But you're going to go sing after that, and it's a couple of days. It's not like a a week or two where maybe they've healed a little bit. Not nah, this is just like a a couple of days. Hurt a lot more to say you're the gay Tupac than it would sing. Yo, mother, I was just getting to that. I was just getting to that. When he said he was the gay Tupac, I said this is going some bullshit. <laughs> not because there's anything wrong with calling yourself. Um, not not because if somebody said they were a gay Tupac, I, uh, it's just phony as fuck. First off, like Tupac is who he is. Right, Tupac is who he is. Not because of what he like. Yes, because of what he said. But but Tupac elevated to himself to that level. Right. I'm sure the way we look at Tupac is not the necessarily the way that he would look at himself, even in that degree. Right. So it's not assaulted by two police officers and shot one of the motherfuckers too. Right, right. So let's 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 calm down with that. But as soon as he said that, I was like, all right, so my nigga on some bullshit, right? So the story comes out in which like he he lied, obviously. Um and a lot of people are saying, Yeah, well, we thought he lied. And uh, I'm of that same sentiment. I'm I'm of that same sentiment just because a lot of things, again, there are a lot of things that did not add up. I don't understand why you're out in the middle of a blizzard, two o'clock in the morning, Chicago, doesn't make sense. And, oh, oh, just to go back to the story itself real quick, they were like, hey, you the faggot from Empire. If you're racist and you're homophobic, are you really watching Empire? Exactly. (laughs) Come on, my man. So there's just there's a lot of shit that didn't make sense. I, I wasn't one of those people. Like, she might get mad at me for saying this, but my mom's low-key homophobic as fuck. And she fucking watches Empire. So even if you are, like, you st- people still watch that shit. So like, you know? Like, it doesn't make sense. I just don't think you can be racist and homophobic. Like, those two don't... You can't be racist and homophobic and watch a majority black show with one of the characters being gay. Yeah. Like that shit has to burn your soul, like just a little bit. Like I don't, you know. So, um, most black people are homophobic. That's another conversation for another day, though. 
bit of that on the first one. I thought let them know <laughs> the, the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so there was that. So like I thought he was on some bullshit. And then um uh the Pope the Chicago Police Department basically says he's on bullshit, right? They say he's on bullshit and they call him out for it. And then they charge him, I think, with like 16, 16 uh, counts of felonies, some shit like that, which I thought was excessive. I'm like, I have never heard um, a Becky who was called a, the police or a black man or even someone who has killed, who has been um, a black man who's been killed by the police indicted or anything oh, of that nature. But y'all want to charge. Yeah. Uh, y'all they, didn't, um, they didn't indict what you call it. The white lady from the Emmett Till case with sixteen counts or anything. No, nothing. No false. No, no. Lost their life. Right, like lost their life in a horrible way at fourteen years old. So y'all didn't, y'all didn't do anything about that. Right. So there was that, um, uh, which I I thought was some bullshit. Like I I thought he lied too. I thought he was making this shit up too. But they were very quick to indict him, um, and also had like. 16 things they indicted him for, which I thought was bullshit, but he got off. Yeah. <laughs> like, he basically got off. Like, I don't... People can feel the way they feel about it. You can think he's he's innocent. Um, I think he made this shit up, because there are a lot of things in that story that just don't make sense to me. Um, but he, he basically got off in that whole situation. And now people are trying to say... Now there are people who defended him from the start and are trying to say he's innocent. I don't agree with that sentiment, but what do you think? I don't think he's innocent at all. I think that shit was a huge publicity stunt. There you go. He was trying to... I don't know exactly for what, but some kind of agenda he was trying to push or get something from that. It didn't work out because... Who the fuck knows why the Chicago police decided to actually fucking do their job and, <laughs> and investigate this one. And they got him. You know? That's the only reason I think he got caught is because they decided to do their job this time. But I think he, he faked the whole thing because it the, the, the two Nigerian dudes are are extras. Or, well, one of them is an extra from the show he's right text the it doesn't make sense and and you got to be stupid to do a crime and pay somebody with a check like you got to be it doesn't make sense (laughs) you fucked up or anything like you could have you could have cash apped him or some shit like that and it would have looked less suspicious but like a check somebody somebody i was watching the um zoe williams show and they mm-hmm. have a show on Wednesdays. It's called Mansions. Mm-hmm. And it's like men building. That's you know, on that show. And his brother Riza Islam. I don't know if you heard of him. No, I haven't. Should check him out. He was uh, talking about the situation, and he brought up something that I didn't really think about. And mm-hmm. he said that even if he did do all this stuff and he faked it, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm not quoting brother Riza Islam. Uh, verbatim, you know, I'm not I'm not quoting him verbatim. I'm, I'm summing it up. What right. he said was was uh, even if he did what he did, 
he would make two groups of people look bad and they had to save him from that. And so that's what happened. The first group is Jesse Smollett is black and Jewish. Oh, hmm. I didn't know that he was Jewish. Who his sister is? Uh, yeah, Jeremy Smollett. She played in like a whole bunch of movies. Bounce, um, yep. Underground. Eve's Bayou. The Great Debaters. That's it. Black and Jewish. That's one community that they don't like to look bad. The other one for the agenda that he may have been pushing for was that LGBTQ community. Can't make them look bad either. Two very powerful. I said not the white gays at the very least. Yeah, I said man, we get into <laughs> but uh those those two communities, they're very powerful and if you can, especially right now with the things that they do and they're doing and in general, you, you can't make them look bad. So I think they, they well he said that they they may have saved him from his fate, you know, like got the best of the best, or just maybe made a couple phone calls and got him out of what he was supposed to. You know, to stop the whole thing, stopped it in his tracks. Right. And that's why the police department is mad and they're trying to sue him. Which is stupid because y'all really should be mad about your own officers killing, like, properly dealing with situations. That's why, um, that's what another thing that was like, that doesn't make sense. And that's why I had to say what I said earlier when I, when I made that statement about if it was like RIP to one of his Ipsy Hustle's homies, if it was just one of his homies. Is when it's when that person doesn't have the the attention of the masses, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what happens to them. They, people they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck what happens to them. And the same kinds of things go on, but if they don't have this kind of attention, people don't give a fuck. Nope. They don't. So it was yeah, I'm, I'm, anyway, I think that nigga's lying. I thought he was lying when he first had the situation. Um I, I I I was very sensitive about many uh, black gay people that I know of and that I saw putting shit up um, just yeah. because I was like, I think this nigga's lying. And I think he's tugging at your heartstrings right now by being a black gay man. Um, <laughs> and so and and that shouldn't play. And unfortunately, it shouldn't have played a part in that situation at all. Like it's again, two o'clock in the morning, Chicago, they were going through one of the worst, worst um uh, Arctic temperatures that they had ever faced. Polar like, vortex. That's what it was called. Polar, polar <laughs> vortex. Yeah. That's what uh, the fuck it was called. Yeah. And you are at Subway at two o'clock in the morning. First off, if there is something called a polar vortex, I don't know like too <laughs> <laughs> They shut down schools for snow, bro. You don't think they're going to exactly. shut down Subway at two o'clock in the morning? That don't make no sense. All right, y'all. Get out of here. Yeah, peace. All right.